To all of our watchers and listeners out over there in the world, this is when you Alexa. live in Tokyo. This is Alexan. Join with me is Jayomiya-san. Hi, Tokyo. The reason we're being so racist is because of the brilliant animated jar intro. The anime opening that someone, let me get Serge Wars, that's his name, so I was blanking on it for a minute. Did, very impressive. It's we unbelievably thought. good. Well, they spent like seven months on it, yeah. so you bloody hope so. Yeah. It is good, it is very good. And it's not a Duke Nukem situation. I've been waiting for this for seven years. Hey, it better be good. I can't do Duke Nukem, I don't really know anything about Duke Nukem. All I know is that he's funny. All I know is that he's not funny at all, and his game was awful. His latest one, his last one. And he was a pre-order bonus for some game recently. Um, he was. A re-release of some game, a Gearbox released. Um, Gearbox are rubbish, basically. Did you see that thing about um, Randy Pitchford and Jim Sterling? Yeah, pretending to forget his name. Yeah. You can find that on Jim Sterling's channel if you're interested in that. <laughs> that was funny. So this is episode 80... Beep... Something, I don't know. 87? I think you're right. Broadcast episode 2? Broadcast episode what? 2 or 3. Two it's like 2.5, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically, James is a big baby. Couldn't make it today for reasons unknown. Um, and Ruben obviously couldn't make it because he's at uni at the moment. Um, if he could teleport, then he could be here, but... He's very busy... Making documentaries. So, Jim, anything happened in the last week? Um, this is so weird because, like, when we record these, it's actually like a couple of weeks ahead. Yeah. So, like, last, it really fucks with your head. Yeah, it's really confusing. It feels like we step into like a time booth mm-hmm. when we step in. We're the like room. going back. We have to think. Oh, we can't say that that thing's gonna happen. Because we're actually behind a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Just for the sake of being prompt, because we, we missed one once, and we were all like, no! It's quite shameful, really. Yeah. We missed like one of our one free contents once. <laughs> um, so this is a way of preventing that. So if something happened, like tragedy happened, like... Tragedy. Say Max fired so hard it killed me. We'll give you a week more. To bring you back. To, to do something. To bring you back. Um, ask me what movie I just finished watching. What song did you just finish listening to? Um, I think you I meant hope it was movie. an 80s hit. <laughs> Great song. Um, Minions? I watched, Not the Minions movie, I watched the new film with Minions in it. Despicable Me 3. A.K.A. the Minions movie. Um, don't watch it. Really? It good? It's as simple as that. <laughs> it's so awful. What would you give it out of five? M- being a meme or being serious? Being for real. Critic. Being actually for real this time. A one. 
I thought it was awful. Damn. They were just point that... Let's do a little role play, because, like, this is how arcs work in, in the Despicable Me franchise, especially in the third one. Um, I'm Gru, you're Gru's brother. Um, I'm angry at you, the reasons don't matter. Um, I'm gonna tell you what to say, okay, ready? Okay. I'm really angry at you! And then you say, I'm really angry at you too. I'm really angry at you too! You're the worst! And then you say, well, you're a dumb idiot. Well, you're a dumb idiot. Okay, next scene. I'm sorry I said that, brother. I forgive you. And then you say, No, it was me who said it. I forgive you as well. No, it was me who said it. I forgive you as well. Yeah. I mean, that's but- more depth than Cars 2. I don't know about that. I haven't seen Cars 2. So. I've seen it years ago, and it was... I don't know if I want to say equally dreadful. But, like, this obsession with minions has to end. Yeah. Because I was, like, really thinking... They have, they have no purpose in this in this film. Like, mm-hmm. they, they, they affect nothing. They're only thrown in there to have random scenes. Quite literally random scenes. Yeah. It's... It's like the difference between... Sorry, continue. It's like the difference between the slugs in Flushed Away and the rabbits in Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Explain. The rabbits are are an integral part to the story. They are the story. Of of the Were-Rabbit. Yeah. So, like, you can have as much humour with them as... They're way less random. They don't have whole scenes dedicated to them. They don't have... But they don't have a B-plot with the rabbits, like, being random and singing and dancing. Yeah. But, like, the slugs didn't either and flushed away. Nah, they sang, um, Be Happy, though. Yeah, that was a bit, you know, embarrassing, but... Yeah. Animated movies, like, have always had the... They have to have that, like, creature, that thing that is, like, annoying, but the kids love it. Yeah. Um, and they've just taken it with the minions, and they've seen the success that they got the spin-off movie. Like, it's like giving the slugs from Flushed Away their own movie. Yeah. It's like, you know, the, the raving rabbits... Rayman Raving Rabbids. Mm-hmm. I don't know why Rayman is thrown in there, because I actually like Rayman. But I like rabbits, Rayman now. Old I f- Rayman suck. <laughs> I fucking hate the Rabbids, because mm-hmm. they're just minions. They're just rabbit minions. Fun bit of trivia. Can you imagine a, 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 a rabid movie? Mm-hmm. A Raving Rabbids movie? I can. It would be the Minions movie, but with like a different skin. Yeah. What were you saying, sorry? But yeah, fun bit of trivia. James used to be great at doing like the rabbit's voice. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Do you remember that? that? He'd do it perfectly. He he could do it like fucking spot on. It was so weird. It was really quite bizarre that he could do that. Like so, I I feel like um they use some sort of voice they enhancement do. thing for the rabbits. But James could, could he just, could just like, do it. Yeah, this was like you know like a decade ago now. But yeah, probably can't do it anymore. Next time he's on, we'll have to have to remember. Yeah, because his voice obviously was like. High pitched, yeah. Just, you know, Cause when you're in like year eight, you're yeah. gonna have a high pitched baby voice. There's this thing they do with the minions where they're really inappropriate. Really, um, the 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 B plot in Despicable Me Three is they go to prison. Yeah, I remember um, seeing that shit. So they're raping people in the showers. They're running drugs through the prison. Um. All the things that you get up to in real life prison yeah. is, is what happens, and they try to like characterize visually some of the the inmates, and it's like these people could be in here for like murdering children. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a weird. They did it in the Minions movie as well. They like play in a torture chamber yeah. <laughs> and jump through the hoop of a of a noose of a noose. Yeah, it's like Jesus Christ. Like that's not really the kind of imagery you want children to be seeing, surely. No, that's like a really bad message. Yeah. Like playing around with torture tools and stuff. Yeah, that one is really stupid. And like, who thought that was a good idea? And taking them to prison is an equally stupid idea. And they're just assholes as well. The minions are assholes. They go... They're like walking down the street. No, they're they're in Gru's brother's secret lair with this... With all these statues of like the Gru family through the ages. And there's one that's like a woman that's got big boobs. 
Uh-huh. And the minion, one of the minions looks at it and goes, WWBOOBIES! Or whatever. Uh-huh. And it's like, kids are going to copy that. Yeah. It's really irresponsible to do things like that. And the like SJWs that. wonder why everyone's sexist. Yeah, the minions. <laughs> the They're minions. ruining the world. Despicable me. It was an embarrassing film. Um, the I hate the kid stuff. Yeah, I've always hated I'm that shit. I'm gonna die and explode. It's so adorable. Yeah. It's just an embarrassing, awful film. It's so pandering. That is the but word like, for it. What what um annoying dibby dibby is there in like uh Toy Story? <laughs> Toy Story is like the upper echelon best <laughs> yeah. animated stuff is the thing. But what about Monsters Inc? Um they have lots of comic relief characters. In Monsters Inc. it's just the gimmicks of some of the monsters that are shown for five seconds. Yeah. It's just the gimmick. Um like child friendly thing. Or I guess Boo in that movie is, is almost like that, because she's the sort of one the kids like the random I don't know if she is the I feel like Mike Wazowski is the, yeah. the funny Well the thing one is because it's like, actually like written like an a, a movie with characters. Yeah. You can actually have the characters do comedic things yeah, instead I, of, I like... I just think it's unfair to say, like, cartoons, kid cartoons... Okay, badly always, written ones do. Yeah. Well, there are some that I don't mind. Like, I don't mind Morph in Treasure Planet. And that, that little squib- robot? Squibbler? No, I fucking hate the robot. Yeah, the robot sucks. The, the, the pink splooge. Yeah. No, the pink splooge That's fine. Is, yeah, he, he's good. He goes... Space Brofflers! Space Brofflers! Um... Disney's got some pretty bad ones. Disney is like the one, the the stereotype one for that. They're really bad for it. Um, they do it in like all of their literally like everyone. Even the most they've got like ones. their their rigid character types where mm-hmm. they just you just throw them all in, and there's just a new one of that exact same thing. Hey, we're gonna throw a curveball this time by Making not being <laughs> extremely sexist. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, how revolutionary. Like, even Mo- Moana had one. Yeah, it was a like dibby a chicken. Dibby. It was a dibby dibby chicken. It was way less annoying than, like, a minion. Mm-hmm. But they're just unnecessary. The one in Frozen's pretty lame as well. Oh, the reindeer. The reindeer and Olaf. Yeah, Olaf sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Olaf suck? Have you even seen Frozen? I've seen the majority of Frozen. Yeah. Um... I got to the part where, uh, uh, the, 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 I don't know her name, um, the blonde one or the, no, the other one, Elsa, no, that's Elsa, Elsa's the blonde one, no, she's not, yeah, she isn't is, that, isn't she called, <laughs> no, Spider-Man and Elsa, Elsa's the blonde one, the Frost Queen, aren't they both blonde then, no, one of them is brown hair, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I meant Elsa. What? Is the one I said. Elsa is the witch. The witch? The one with the ice powers? Yeah. Let it grow. That one. Yeah, that's Elsa. Yeah. Okay. The other one, like, finally reaches the ice tower. Uh-huh. And she's like, make the frozen go away. Mm-hmm. And then Elsa's like, I don't know how. And then Olaf's dancing around like, I want to fucking die. Somebody kill me. Mm-hmm. And it's all funny and stuff. Yeah, I couldn't get on with Frozen. No. Not my kind of film. No, it was just like the exact same shit, but... um, They're like self-aware of it. Yeah. Like, we're not going to do it this time. Well, yeah. Well, and we're going to make the good guy the bad guy. Really flipping it on its head this time. Even though like... Titan A did that. Titan A. Remember that fucking weird film? No. It had like <laughs> Treasure Planet animation 2D with like CG mixed in. Yeah. And it was it was it had all that um like cringy early 2000s rock in it. Yep. Um don't remember You Titan never would have seen it. I never saw it. Oh, okay. Um but I, I remember watching it once, or trying to watch it, and just being like, nah, this is this is aged so horribly, I can't, I can't sit through it. 
Yeah, it's annoying that, like, things that animated movies can get away with in comparison. Yeah. Because it's for babies. Anything else, just because it is. That always has the excuse of, well, it's just for babies. Because, like, Despicable Me 3, the only people I could say should enjoy it are people under the age of three or four. There's, There's nothing else. Like, I could understand, like, a ten-year-old seeing it and being like, that was funny. Yeah, because you have no critical capacity yeah, until like, you know. I, I can't imagine a kid, like, ten years old being obsessed with that movie. No. It is too babyish. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, because it is so simplistic. There's nothing, because, like, people think kids are, are real idiots. But I think they do like characters and stories <laughs> and... Things to actually happen that are, are, are more than just yeah, you know. There's n- there's like no no good characters or anything. Everything's so predictable and lame. Well, that's that's why there's a difference between SpongeBob and like Baby Time, Rock and Roll or whatever's mm. on mm. TV for the babies. Story Time for babies. ABC Baby. There's trip. like the adult babies SpongeBob yeah realm, and then there's the baby baby realm on TV. You know, family yeah. parents baby speaking of animation and of course the anime animated opening we just had mm-hmm. pretty good pretty epic um i don't think i've sp- spoken about it on this show but i have i have watched an a- anime recently what anime i watched season two of attack on titan oh, yeah. how was that not very good um I, I it think follows never... the book pretty accurately or the manga but like, Did, was the manga good? I remember the thinking it was good? pretty epic. But like, looking at it with a different, from a different perspective, it's like big action scenes mean nothing if the characters mean nothing to you. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the once the the gimmick of the show is laid out to you, it, it needs it needs more. We were just saying about minions being just dibby dibby. Attack on Titans yeah. just munchy munchy of human human. Legs and shooting around like mad. Yeah, and there's it's 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 weird because it's all plot with like no character development. But they kind of for for aspects of the plot to work, you have to have investment in the characters. Yeah. So there are whole whole segments that just fall completely flat because the characters are so flat and dull. I feel like that's kind of a Japanese thing. Oh, they're, they're <laughs> I don't know, like. Trying to think of another one I've seen. It's it's the it's the trope of just every every one of these animes being so exposition heavy. Yeah, um, I feel like the perfect mix of things would be for like a Japanese person to come up with like the idea of yeah. the world and the overall story. Yeah, but then someone more Western to like write the mm-hmm. a more traditional kind of character development. Well, just something that can like get you invested because I mean I, I I love Metal Gear mm-hmm. but it's hard to love Metal Gear <laughs> yeah you know like like no, knowing the, the story behind it and just what that world is it really puts me off from yeah because it it has the rep for being so convoluted and ridiculous mm-hmm. um, every now and again I think like it's not that convoluted and then I start like mapping out <laughs> the story in my head and it's like okay yeah it's really convoluted yeah I don't know if it's a bit of a broad statement to say all Japanese writers no, like that. But, no, it's, um, it's a lot not of all those, like that, but on the level of Attack on Titan sort of shows mm-hmm. that that come over here, um, Death Note wasn't like that actually. Um, mm. There were characters in it you did sort of care about, but again, I'm not saying you can like never care about characters in like anime and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a a more traditional Japanese storyline, like yeah. But then a lot is of Death way? Note is explaining how everything yeah. works. That's something you know? else I think they're bad at. Need like an editor to just sort of just constantly. There's, there's no trusting the audience with like any sort of. It's because they always have concept. these super inventive, high concept ideas yeah. that need so much explaining to even make sense at all. Mm-hmm. You know, like Attack on Titan, the idea in <laughs> in and of itself is quite bizarre. And convoluted. That's what I love. You about, have so like, much to explain. Japanese, like animes and stuff, 
Just any the, kind of storytelling that comes out from there. They're really good at horror. They come yeah. up with some really inventive ways to scare people. They're really good at just... But I mean, even down to, like, the action in um, Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Like, that's so... Like, a lot of thought has just gone into that, how that works. They've yeah. got the things the, that yeah. fire, and then they've got to attack specifically the neck. So, yeah. that's, like, all the rules set out, and it's fucking, like, awesome to watch. Yeah. But the problem comes in is that they have this incredibly elaborate and deep world. They have to p- start you at a point mm-hmm. and explain how everything works. Yeah. Otherwise, it means nothing to you. I was thinking of, like, like Fury Road, like Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Um... It's like the total opposite of that, where there's a lot that's inferred about the way the world yeah. got to how it was. But then at the same time, it's much easier to wrap your head around, oh, the world's screwed. Like, gas is now one of the most valued resources mm-hmm. and water. Like, that's very simple. You don't have big, giant titans walking around that are trying to eat people. Yeah. And you have this whole political structure and, like... <laughs> It's this allegory for the class system where you have like yeah, the walls three and different stuff. Wall classes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is it is part of like that simplicity keep it simple stupid stupid thing as well. Um Whereas a lot of them never go for that. <laughs> they always like to keep it as m- mad as possible. Yeah. For like a lack of a better word. I mean there is definitely something to appreciate about it, but it does get frustrating when you just see the same tropes just yeah over and over. But it's, these it's, characters, it's not like they're so tropes and Western stuff. Like, oh no, of course, they're, they're of course, both like the Western stuff has a different kind of tropes and a different kind of predictability. They're both extremes on like yeah, either yeah, side. Yeah, they both have things that they can like learn from each other. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just something I noticed with. With anime specifically, I feel like it it can be down to translation as well. Probably does make a big difference like, too. Um, the exposition and stuff. I watched the English dub as well. I don't think it was very good. Oh really? Um, but yeah, because I don't want I don't want to have to like just glance away for a second, look back, and then be like, oh, I just missed like a line of dialogue. Yeah. I need to rewind now. Um, it is a bit a bit easier with the English dub because like, some some anime, is anime is anime does have like do have pretty good dubs like Cowboy Bebop one is good yeah the Death Note one was good um all of the like Hayao Miyazaki movies have good English dubs they always get good actors in to to do all the voices for them but Minions at the end of the day Minions you know at the end of the day Minions are key they are key to making a, a shed anime. load of marketing yeah. Or money through advertising. It's quite and, sad, really. And products and things. It's, it's always the way it goes, though. Like, the most simplistic, um, predictable, boring things like that. Cars, minions. Mm-hmm. Um, they're always the ones that make that stick around for longest, because you just get all this, all these toys that are made from it that the kids love. Yeah. Like, you can't go wrong with a car with eyes. Unless it's, you know, Car's Life. So obvious. Yeah. And they've made so much money from... from that series. That's why they keep making them. I haven't seen Car's 3 yet, but I'm not really looking forward to it. I can't believe that movie even came out. What, Car's 3? Yeah, I just feel like nobody making it just gave a shit. I know. Well, that's just Pixar on a whole, though, isn't it, really? Yeah, no, it is. I watched a documentary about... um, Why am I blanking on it? Um, Industrial Light and Magic, the effects house, um, did, well, they were created for Star Wars, the original, mm-hmm. and they've, they've stuck around for decades doing things like Avatar, um, really? blah, 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 all, all loads of big films, Transformers, shit like that. Um, I can't remember what the link was to what I was just talking about. I can't remember. There, there was a link, though. We were talking about Pixar not caring. That's right, yeah, because Pixar were created from that as well. Oh, really? From Industrial Light of Magic. Um, yeah, because it was, it was... It was pretty interesting, actually, the way they were... Because all thanks to George Lucas, that all of the these... Like, the CG renaissance that is everywhere, mm-hmm. for better or worse, um, 
he did completely revolutionise the entire way films are made with industrial light and magic and these like engineers and <laughs> artists and everything and model makers all coming together yeah. and making these just designing like really intricate technology like these cameras that because of some of the shots in Star Wars they like if they wanted to make a tie fighter tie fighter fly across the screen mm-hmm. they'd have to film it on like a blue screen or green screen or whatever so they composite it onto another frame of it with like the background and everything yeah but you don't always want to have a static shot with with something like that because if you notice in the first Star Wars, there's lots of like motion mm-hmm. with the cameras. They're flying around. I remember there's this one shot in the first Star Wars where it goes from this like on top of the Death Star, mm-hmm. and then it goes like yeah. up and down into the yeah into the trench. trench. Yeah, and it like looks really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. It's crazy. But yeah, they like designed this this one guy just designed this um, machine that you put a camera on and it perfectly memor mem- like you program uh like a motion mm-hmm. so you can you can use that same motion for different aspects and layer them on top of each other so it all yeah. works perfectly um that is clever didn't they do that kind of thing for the hobbit um yeah for for the shots with like gandalf and and all the dwarves yeah um they either did perspective shots um or they filmed them separately yeah, but on, the on sets same. that had like this, um, the right, what do you call it? Like, like size, uh, yeah, proportions. Yeah, because um, one big one, one small yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they had two cameras that would mimic like the same movements on both sets. Yeah, wouldn't one of them have to do like half movements? Yeah, they figured out all the like maths behind but it. That's crazy. It's really complex, just for things mm-hmm. like that. And you would have thought, like by the two thousands, we would would have things like that sorted, like making someone appear bigger than the other. Yeah, you would have thought it'd be simple. But but it's actually really complex. Yeah, there's there's like a difference between, like you and me standing on a green screen, yeah, like separately and making you bigger, because mm-hmm. that would obviously look fake. Yeah, but like when you watch The Hobbit, it's seamless. Like that that scene where they're like sat at the table and stuff. It's looks, completely seamless. It looks perfect. Yeah. Well, like, even in the original Lord of the Rings, yeah. um, like in the first movie, when they're in Bilbo's house, yeah, um, there's lots of, like, trickery going on. I think with, with that film, they didn't have that kind of technology yet, so they did the perspective shots. Where they, It's so interesting, the way they built, like, the sets and everything, where yeah. the table, like, half the table's over there, but the other half's, like, here. So they're sat there. Right, yeah. And the, yeah. ang- and the camera's angled in such a way where so they had to act like not looking at each other but looking at each other mm-hmm. it's really wild all that stuff and then it, and then again when it came to the prequels he basically invented a new way of making films just so he could make the prequels which is like good and bad because his films aren't very good yeah. but he introduced a technology for films like for you know yeah, films like Lord of the Rings or Mm-hmm. Avatar or whatever to eventually be made. Yeah, it was, it was generally quite interesting. He's he's done a lot of good that man. Like, yeah, because he's just him. this maverick. Like he hated the Hollywood system. He wants yeah. to do everything in his power to do it. Not indulge way. in it. And people like that do tend to be the the forerunners. Of yeah, her. they they make good and terrible things. Mm-hmm. Yeah sort of due to their own ego yeah that's the thing it's hard to reel yourself back when you created Star Wars yeah like it must be such a bizarre place to be in like that's why everything after that he's done has just been complete garbage like he tried to do that I know he didn't direct it but I think he wrote or produced that film about the like black pilots in World War 2 I think he did direct that and he said he was like ahead of the curve like it's so embarrassing and and like when the film like bombed horribly and he like <laughs> he was accusing like Hollywood of being racist and shit and it was really? like no, the film just sucked yeah <laughs> um. <laughs> the thing is only just gone live so we don't have that many questions but they're actually pretty good on the really? Jar Media Reddit they seemed alright well that's a first 
I mean, they've up their game for this one. <laughs> well, sort of. No, I'm looking at them again. <laughs> I'm not going to answer some of them. First question comes in from Memory Memeton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can help me with this one. Uh-huh. When Alex talked about Dunkirk, he mentioned Nolanisms. Can he explain what those are, and why does he take issue with them? Take issue with them. So the main... It's kind of like an anime type thing. That's what I was about to say. A beat to the punch, bitch. Yeah, yeah he loves... Um, it's the exposition dump. He loves feeling that he's way more intelligent than everyone else. So he... When we go on the dream... When we die, we go out. But yeah, this time... We won't. I find it really hard to connect with any characters in his movies because... He's got, like, designated characters to have a character and characters yeah. to just be there to tell you things. Yeah. Like, um, what's that guy's name? He's got, like, 12 names. He looks like a little... Joseph um, Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, he's the exposition dump character. Yeah, he's literally nothing in Inception apart from, like... Yeah, like, if you had to use one word to describe him, like, what word would you use? Like, he doesn't uh, have a character. Brown hair. Like, he's trying his best, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, because he's a good he's, actor. Yeah, he's a good actor. But, but like, but he's not given anything to work with. Um, like, he, he designated, like, two or three characters to have some sort of backstory in that movie. And yeah. that is their character. And I think it's fine. You don't have to, like, give every character this intense backstory. No. Um, but when it's just so transparent. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Because he he is quite a but but I mean like compared to um just take one character from Alien mm -hmm. and like they don't have any backstory but they have no. such like a, a designated character if if you were writing a story with them like you'd know yeah. what they'd say in certain situations yeah. whereas like Joseph Gordon-Levitt don't even know his name in the movie yeah um like what would he say like in any given situation, he'd just explain it. It is, it is that anime problem. That it's just these super high-concept films mm -hmm. that just to get it moving, they need a character who can just dump all this shit on you so you can understand the bare essentials of yeah. what's going on. It's just like, there's, there are way better ways of doing it. Mm -hmm. it, is, it does come across to me as kind of clumsy. After Inception is when I really started to notice it. Um, it all comes down to the writing, because the actual... Like direction um, and, and cinematography, um, editing, like every other aspect is like near flawless in his film. So th yeah. that's what really frustrates me because it really stands out as being like this blemish on these otherwise pretty perfect movies. Yeah, but it's also the most important thing, arguably. Well, yeah, I like, mean, if, like it, what what does any of it mean if you don't care about anyone? Yeah, that's it? that's the weird like disconnect with Nolan as well he always tries to have like emotional bits in his movies yeah if he didn't bother with that kind of thing and he stayed cold and distant and that was like the point like a lot of Stanley, Stanley Kubrick movies yeah. like that um, where it does feel really almost like creepy and how detached everything feels and how meticulous yeah. it is that on its own is, is like it, it, it you can appreciate that on its own but when it is like constantly juggling, I want it to be like that, but I also want it to have, be emotional. It it never hits for me. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean by Nolanisms. Um, it mostly is just down to like characters, character writing, or just <laughs> taking into account like Inception and Interstellar mostly, or in particular. Interstellar yeah. is where it was like. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Yeah. With, with, like, the final act of that movie just being such... <laughs> it's, like, comical. As soon as Matt Damon shows up, it's just, like... It becomes a completely different film. Mm -hmm. And the characters are just... Spouting out the most ridiculous dialogue. Just things no human would ever say. Well, it's just really... Like, in the middle of that action scene, he starts headbutting. Um... Thingy. Mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew, Matthew McConaughey's like, you know, if you do this, there's a 50% chance you're going to die. And there's a 50% chance I'm going to die. You're willing to take that chance. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, isn't there a 
smarter way you could have explained that kind of like it's a cool idea for a fight. Yeah. But um I, I yeah, I I feel like it's obvious like if you've smashed your thing your visor in an alien planet. But like the idea they've both got the glass things. Yeah. And one of them will break from the other's force. Oh right, yeah. That's what he's explaining. There's like a more elegant way to write like a line yeah. like that. Yeah, it's it's weird. Because I, I do like them as movies a lot, normally. I think he has made more films I like than ones I haven't. Because there are always yeah, so definitely. many things to like in the films that I do always make fun of. Like, there's a lot to like about Inception, there's a lot to like about Instella. I, ba- um, I, I like all of the movies that I've just said about. Yeah. I, I've i seen every film he's made and I, and I, I like all of them. There's I, one I haven't seen. Which? About the magic man or something. You would have seen that at some point. You've just forgotten about it. No, I've I've never seen it. You must have. I've never seen it. I don't know why I'm Because there's two. There's like... There's at two? This, at the same time, like two Oh yeah, magic there were two magic movies. Um, with like the exact same plot came out. Yeah, I think you're right. And yeah, I haven't seen either. Of no. One of them has um, Hugh Jackman in. Yeah, that's the Nolan one. Is it? Yeah. Oh. He's one of the main characters. Hugh Jackman and um, Cockney Geezer. Um, Batman. Michael Caine. Is it Michael Caine? Is it? Michael Caine is in it as well. Yeah. Michael Caine is always in. No movies now. Hopefully that's answered the question. I can't think of how else I could elaborate on that. Um, yeah. No, I mean, the kind of soundtrack as well. What, Hans Zimmer? Hans Zimmer's... Hans Zimmer always does the same type of soundtrack for his, mu- his yeah, movies. Yeah, specifically for Nolan movies. Like we'd been giving Hans Zimmer a lot of shit for it. But I think it's more a Nolan problem, yes, as you suggested. That's what I was saying after Dunkirk. Um, after Dark Knight, you really notice it. Mm-hmm. The way he uses music. It's, he likes this very specific way of doing it. This way of building tension that is always the same in yeah. every one of the films after that. It's always like this plodding, repetitive, like, industrial sound that he just likes. Um, which which doesn't help with the the emotional aspect because it, it, it holds no emotion for me. No, any of that music is always for the sake of like building tension or making something scary or you know anything like that for an action scene or something. Like I never remember. I always the only the only music cues I remember from any Nolan film is when something like cinematic and bombastic is happening it's never the like, small intimate moments mm-hmm. I, I remember from the music uh, Rank the Dank Dank says if you could make a movie starring The Rock what would you make him do slash be so let's make a movie with Ooh. The Rock that would actually use him properly and be a good movie um I think about what they did with Arnie what worked for him. Um, the Rock can speak English a little bit better than Arnie, so you've got that as well. I feel like that's kind of a detriment to The Rock. Well, these, like if you just look like a normal person, you could, you probably could put him in a dramatic role. Yeah, but you can't. <laughs> but you um, can, he's just so... Well, like with huge. Arnie, um, like his, his accent was part of the charm. Yeah. And he was meant to be like this American hero and he was just like with this <laughs> Austrian, Austrian weirdo. Accent. Um, I don't know. I'd give the the rock like a robot arm or something. Could he work in like a? Let's let's think of some like franchises. Could he work in Star Wars? No. Could he work in like a Marvel movie? Yes. As who? We've um, already got like Dave Bautista. Those the thing. Yeah, I know. We've already got the huge guy playing the. I feel like The Rock would make a good Gorilla Grodd. Like, not CG, just in a costume. <laughs> they would never do that now, because I'm picturing, like, Gorilla Grodd in the trailer, with the music going, and then he bursts through, <laughs> and, <it's just laughs> and then it cuts to July 23rd. Um, the flash he's actually really difficult to, to do anything with. Yeah. Because he's so limited because of how, like... Because of what he looks like. <laughs> yeah. Because you can't, like, relate to that. No. 
you can't relate to like a little just walking superhero. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, he he doesn't work as a superhero because the super all the best superheroes at least uh, are relatable in some way. Like Superman, while being strong, mm-hmm. still looks like a human. <laughs> you know? Well, you don't think the Rock looks like a human? He looks like he's the Hulk, without being able to go down to so the did Bruce Arnie, Brandon. That's why Arnie was but good Arnie at was playing like, a robot. He was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But when he's walking down the street as the Terminator. You could, in real life, see someone in that leather and the sunglasses and be like, that's just a, a human. Yeah. A normal person. I don't know, I think... Who's pretty epic. But then if like, if you yeah. saw The Rock, there would just be something, like, a bit more... No, it's because he's The Rock now to us. Like, we can't see him as not The Rock, so... Yeah. Like... It's actually a real, like, problem. Yeah. For him. Like... What can you do with him? I wouldn't have him as a main character... No. He do- he doesn't work as a main character. Like in the only film he's been good in is Moana. Because that character is just the rock. Yeah. Basically. Oh, it's actually really di- well the thing it's is It's like impossible. I can't think of anything. Come up with just like a random movie idea. Um Guy's wife is killed and he's gotta get revenge. Okay. And now fit the rock in. Did the rock kill his wife? The Rock would be the nice main guy, right? Whose wife got killed. Oh, so you're putting The Rock in the main role. <laughs> so he has to be the villain, then? No, but He's he... too, not like, likeable yeah, to be a villain. He's not intimidating enough to be a villain. Is that is think, that what it is? Do you think he could work as, like, um... You know Man Max? Mm-hmm. The, <gasps> the brother? <laughs> no argue. Because <laughs> I inhaled. Why does he do that when you inhale? Because it's like... Something's happening. Right. I think he could... Both dogs got all... Very specifically, he could work as, like, you know that character in Mad Max? My baby brother! Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He could, but then it would almost be distracting that it's the the rock in that role. I think he's actually really limited. A a metal mask on him or something. Yeah, and covered up that huge tribal tattoo or something. Yeah. Give him a robot arm. Give him a robot arm. So, like, sci-fi Mad Max. But that's so specific. Would he, would he have a speaking mm. role? I feel like if he had a metal mask, he could speak, so it would be all, like, bany. Yeah. I am the rock. It's actually really difficult. That, that kind of proves to me how limited you are with him. Yeah. Like, even on Baywatch, seeing, seeing him running around the beach was like... It's just... There's something wrong about this. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like... T- it's like putting a, a a DreamWorks character into a Pixar movie, you know? <laughs> like, it just clashes. But you think The Rock is from, like, a He's, like, otherworldly. He is, like, a, a race from, like, Guardians of the Galaxy of just these superhumans. Mm-hmm. Super creatures. And he's, he landed down on a pod. But what about... We have him now. I don't see why you think Arnie, like, worked, though. And The Rock doesn't. Is it the colour of his skin? No, it's not that at all. I think... It, when I think of The Rock, I think of someone who was bigger than Arnie. I think of someone who is physically much taller. Yeah, I feel like The Rock is taller than Arnie. Because he's huge. He's like six foot four or five, I think. The Rock. Mm-hmm. Whereas Arnie's like six one, I think. Six two. Surely he's like six three. Who, Arnie? Yeah. He was a big guy. He was a big guy, yeah. I don't know. Do you remember that part in Predator where, like, he meets his friend after a long time? They're, like, arm wrestling. Yeah, there. that's just like, hey, can we have a shot where we show our muscles? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a great movie. I forgot about Predator. Um, I was thinking more Terminator, uh, Total Recall kind of role, where there's a bit more to it than just muscle man who shoots gun a lot. Yeah. Like, he had to play a robot in Terminator. That is a really good question, because I can't think of anything. If you, yeah, if you can think of anything a... you can do with him, tell us in the comments, because I have no goddamn clue. Nothing. I can't. I can't. Like, I couldn't cast him in anything. Apart from the shit he's already in. He could play... Like, they, 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 there are little aspects of the Fast and Furious movies where you're like... 
that works. Like, do you remember how completely ludicrous it is when I think in Fast Six, is it? He's got that cast on his arm. Yeah. And he's like, no, he, he just he, tenses his arm and it yeah. explodes off and him, and he says, "Daddy's going to work." <laughs> um, yeah, he he fits in that franchise specifically. Yeah, because it's just like the Justice League with cars. But it's just a shame, yeah. it's you know, not very good. Yeah. If it really embraced the like breaking cast off by tensing your arm, shit, and mm-hmm. just went so goofy. No, but it, it it has embraced that, but like it does nothing interesting. Yeah, it. yeah. The, the action sucks. Yeah. Unless it's got Jason Statham involved. Mm-hmm. He's not that capable as a physical stuntsman. The Who, Rock. The Rock. You know, so that, like like in that film, every Jason Statham fight scene was really fluid. You actually could see what was going on. Yeah. Every time it went to The Rock, loads of cuts all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Um, The prison bit. I guess... It's, but most of the action comes from him being really, yeah, just like running into people instead of being agile, because he can't. He's just this, he probably weighs the same amount as a small car. Do you think he would be good as um one of the armless guys from Batman? <laughs> well, they just don't say anything. If if he, well, they speak Russian or something. They've got like Russian accents, but if you like put him in a clown mask or something, CG'd out an arm, and then had him fight Batman. He's impossible to cast. Anything like that. Yeah. If you would like... No, I would like... This is from Einhorn Elk. I would like to ask two questions. Number one. If you could boycott one company because of unethical reasons, which would it be? Number two. What's your take on EDM? Electronic dance music. Let's do number two first. Yeah... Um, I don't really have much to say about EDM. No, neither do I. I like electronic music, but I probably don't like electronic dance music. Yeah. A lot of dance music is pretty... Um, basic. Basic and repetitive, and it all sounds the same. I agree with that. What was the first question Boy- again? If you could boycott a company. Ooh. Activision. Yeah. I pretty much already do boycott them. If I would say any... One of those publishers. They're all as bad as each other. EA, Activision, um... Ubisoft. Ubisoft. I feel like Ubisoft recently has made the best games out of those three, though. Actually. Well, they made the same game over and over. I'm thinking of literally one game. And that's, um... Siege? Siege. Yeah. It's a shame, because, like, you want to support these franchises that you like, but they're always attached to just, like, the worst company in the world. Yeah, I know. Yeah, even like um, it's just Activision that I think like no good games come out of it. In my opinion, because like it, it, yeah, there's no game I'd care about. At least EA anymore. has Battlefield, Titanfall, Ubisoft, Battlefront now, Battlefront, whatever. I'm Baby thinking game. of like games people Baby care about. Baby game. No, I'm talking about good games though. Okay, good games. Battlefield. They Titanfall. had Dead Space. So they ruined that. Dead Space, they ruined Mass Effect. Um, mm-hmm. But like, there That's are what happens, a, a they just ruin every franchise they have, and then you stop caring about them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, but they're always coming out with new good stuff, much like Titanfall. Another game they screwed. <laughs> not, not like... Andromeda screwed there. No, no. Because, like, the actual game is fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, probably the best FPS to come out in a long, long time. Mm. Um, I just realised all the games I was going to say that are good are all, like, first-person shooters. Fanboy. I don't even... FPS drone. like FPS games that much. Yeah. Yeah, I think game I publishers think, are a good choice. I think Bethesda are, are honestly pretty shitty... Yeah, they Well, they produce some good games, though. Yeah, but, I mean... People really like Dishonored, um, Evil Within, um, Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein is the one I was going to say. That's quite, that's quite a few games. Yeah, like, like I said, EA and Ubisoft both make good games as well, but they're actually pretty shitty. 
I think the way Bethesda actually make their games as well, like, kind of shows... Yeah. Skyrim, as much as I don't really like it, is probably going to be their peak. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking too. I don't think they'll ever reach that again. No. Like, no one cares about Fallout 4. That, like, Skyrim actually had a lot of heart. Mm-hmm. And, like, so much just well, stuff. Well, it's because now huge RPGs... Well, they're kind of uh, the norm now. Yeah, then <laughs> that on its own isn't impressive anymore. So now they have to do other things. Well, yeah. When The Witcher comes out... Yeah. And it's does just, it just it put them to shame. Mm-hmm. It, it just crushed them into dust yeah. in terms of literally everything. Because, like, even if you say... I don't like I don't like the the map. It's too big in The Witcher. Where you can say, well, look at the like storytelling, look at the, the cutscenes. Yeah, at storytelling, cutscenes, gameplay, yeah, voice acting, music, like all of it is just like on another level. Yeah, it does it does put things like that to shame. And then Fallout Four farts out, and yeah. it's like after The Witcher. Yeah, it comes out after The Witcher and like, and it looks like a 360 game and mm-hmm. has a stupid story, and like, it looks just like a grey and yellow game. It's not impressive anymore. No, not at all. But it like sells enough that like they're fine. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like, I think out of all of these publishers, though, Activision is the is the yeah. worst. I would definitely agree. I look with that. what they just do with all their studios. We've, we they, have... just, they suck all the personality and creativity and life yeah. out of every studio. They get their greasy mitts on and they just wring them dry until they're just worthless drones. Mm-hmm. And then they dump them when they don't have money for them anymore. I can't believe what they've done with COD as well. I know. Well, look what they've done to Bungie. Yeah. <laughs> so lame. It's so, so lame. Because I heard on the All Skulls On podcast, shout out to that podcast, I enjoy it. They were talking about Destiny 2, and they were saying how how ridiculous it is that they left Microsoft for more creative freedom yeah. and wound up with Activision, who are arguably like the, ten times worse than Microsoft. They, they are worse. Like, um, I would but then say they brought up a good point of what other company had the infrastructure in terms of like servers and that that insane online system and support um for this ambitious game they set out to create yeah i i can't see like an ubisoft ever I, doing it i feel like, like the main reason they left microsoft is because microsoft would have had them doing halo forever mm-hmm. yeah um they wanted to do destiny but yeah so i think they couldn't have met Halfway or something. I know. I feel like it's half um, Activision's fault and half Bungie's fault. Because Bungie are sort of known to like manage time poorly. The, they're a lot of they're all... They're like the, 100% ambition, but they go yeah. with these companies that want to... They want like, to release a product and actually these, make money. Yeah. These games. One game a year. Like That's a stupid deal for Bungie to make. They need like CD Projekt Red um, yeah. times. Yeah. Because otherwise, the the product part overshadows the like artistic part. Yeah, and it's just the just nothing. It's completely forgettable shit. It's so annoying though, because you would have thought like Bungie, they'd be in a place where they could like bargain. Yeah, where they could say like, no, we're making three games over ten years. Yeah, or something <laughs> that's achievable. Mm-hmm. But we we just yeah, focused on video game companies. Um, of course, they're like. The problem is like to to boycott companies. You need to sort of know about them. Yeah. A bit. Like I, feel, I would say there were certain. I feel like Warner Bros. would be a good one to boycott because look at them. They they they're like in charge of DC, right? Yeah. And look at what they've done with that. I watched Wonder Woman the other day. Yeah? Why? Like... It's just nothing. Is it just like... It's only good compared to the other shit that DC has farted at? It's, it's fine. Yeah. It's completely fine. 
Nothing above that. Just totally flat line. Fine. It's like it's what it is. Is you know Captain America, the first yeah. Avenger. It's Captain America, the first Avenger, but it doesn't have that awful third act where the pacing just is completely lost to the wind. Yeah. I heard the third act is pretty bad though. It is bad, but it's it, the rest it, of the the, it's not for like a pacing reason. It's just because yeah. it just turns into a big fight for thirty minutes. Uh, the first Avenger is like hilarious i remember we've watched it you and i together like multiple times and both times it starts off like this is okay yeah this is nearly as bad as we thought yeah, it was yeah at the all. second time around we were like and then it gets the third actually... act and it's just they just press fast forward and you're just yeah, there's like... like a montage suddenly and then it's just like the climax because they have to get past bucky falling out the train and they have to get to captain america in the ice yeah really shit movie <laughs> um but yeah, Warner Bros. They fucked up games. They fucked up movies. So the, the way the, the way all these companies like and like that that release media do it is they're always shitty. They're always shitty, but they have artists you really care about. Like, like there's the money. Well, there's the cunts. There's the money, and then the like the artists. The artists have to have the money from someone to be able yeah. to make the thing. So they're like a necessary evil. Yeah. I guess they were looking for more, for answers more like, I don't know, really immoral, like, food producers or something. People that don't care about yeah. the environment or animals. Like, like Tesco that. or something. Yeah, yeah. Big companies like that. They're like a supermarket if you don't have Tesco in your country. Um, I think that, like, they're called Aunt Bessie. They make like pies oh, those, and stuff. Yeah, and like Pastries. potatoes and yeah. shit like that. Boy, boycott them. Like, just never buy their products. Why? They're awful. Like, not for like any reason beyond that, but like, I had an Aunt Bessie pie once. Oh, right. <laughs> and, and I cut into it, you know, like you do with a pie, and it's just like empty, and all this liquid just pours out. And there's like two bits oh, of meat it 50p? in it. 50p? It was from Iceland, so. This episode has been sponsored by Aunt Bessie's Pie. <laughs> we got to buy one and record it um, being opened. Like in Cooking with Ruben 2 that never showed up. Yeah. That's basically what that whole episode was. Do we want to go over an hour or just leave it? Because we've got two minutes before it Two throws. minutes? I reckon this has been a pretty decent one. Yeah, it has. The broadcasts are always way more... Chilled out with it. We actually stay on topics about for a Star bit. Wars. It's always just movies, though, so. and video games. Yeah. Speaking of video games, Red Dead Two trailer. Actual look at the game. There's a bone arrow. Is there? I thought it was all right. I, I thought was, I wasn't that impressed. To be I w- I went and watched some Red Dead One trailers. Hmm. And I was like, okay, this Red Dead Two trailer is fucking incredible in comparison. Yeah. yeah. Things have changed a lot in yeah nearly a decade. Rockstar is so good at making trailers. They're though. very good at trailers, but I was thinking more about like the plot and the characters kind of thing. Because John Marston is so like, I like you immediately. Mm-hmm. I don't like this guy yet. This guy... Well, the thing is, John Marston's like, been a bad person and come out the other side. He's got more wisdom. This guy yeah. is still a bad person. I mean down to like the voice and everything, though. I, I like this guy's voice a lot. I've seen you in my ledger. <laughs> That's just because cowboys are epic. Cowboys are fucking epic. Of course, I'm still going to buy on everything, but... Yeah, hell yeah. I Jesus. wanted more of a trailer with the tone of the first ge- trailer. That's all. That trailer was re- weirdly, like, emotional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You Any final run, words? Don't look back. <laughs> Stop it, you're making me hyped. Um, we've still got ages. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this episode. We'll see you guys on the next Other Joe Show. I'm sorry for looking like a flannel. Looking like a flannel? Yeah. What? Just, just looking like a flannel today. Like a flannel soaked in fucking dog shit. Billy went and started licking mum's like flannel. It was hanging on the bath. Really? And Billy was thirsty. She was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that scene where they look away. And like the cat. It's a piss on the flannel in the video. <laughs>
Oh, it smells like vacuum cleaner. Oh, I just smell vacuum cleaner. Mm. <sighs> Hello, baby. Hello. Mr. Baby. What are you doing? I'm hungry. Oh, Jesus Christ. Has he done another one? I think it's Max. I think it is Max. Oh my god. It smells fuck. like shit. It it's smells actually in the room. Oh! It smells like green poo. No, not the green poo. Green poo was the fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs>